we may see a child and think, oh, they're fine. They look great. Or this seems normal to me. But you as the parent might be sitting back thinking, this isn't like them at all. They normally do, you know, X, Y, and Z, and they're doing this. Hey, my name is Dakota, and I am a new mom and pediatric nurse practitioner. In my time working with kids, I quickly found out that most parents feel completely unprepared for the task of raising tiny humans, even though you are the perfect person for this specific job. Unfortunately, overwhelmed fear and feeling completely clueless at times are real emotions that most parents experience at one point or another when it comes to the health of their child. The goal of the podcast is to take these feelings down a notch by providing weekly episodes on pediatric health topics. You can expect to learn about the daily things in life, to common illnesses, and everything in between. I want to leave you feeling educated and empowered so that next time a question or situation arises with your child, you can say, I've got this. Before we dive into this week's episode, I have a quick and important disclaimer. The information contained in this podcast is for informational and educational purposes only. The content solely represents the views and opinions of the Perfectly Unprepared podcast. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of the content you have heard on this podcast. Perfectly Unprepared hereby disclaims any and all liability to any party for any direct, indirect, implied, punitive, special, incidental, or other consequential damages arising directly or indirectly from any use of the content which is provided as is and without warranties. Let's go ahead and dive into this week's episode of the Perfectly Unprepared podcast. Today, I want to talk about the topic of advocating for your child's health. And don't rush to like shut me off and be like, Dakota, what are you talking about? Yes, of course, I'm going to advocate for my child. Hear me out just a second. (laughs) Because I think that there's one thing, obviously, when I say, you know, advocating for your child as a whole Yes, that seems like it's a no-brainer, but when it comes to advocating for your child's health, some parents, I think, get a little bit confused. I don't even know if confused is the right word. They get a little bit hesitant, I guess is the better word. So we sometimes question ourselves as parents and we think, you know, I shouldn't be second-guessing whoever it is that is offering, you know, suggestions or advice or recommendations on your child's health because I should just take it and you know they're the expert but I want you to somewhat take this and think about it twice so when it comes to advocating for your child's health what I'm talking about is the situations in which you leave the doctor or leave wherever you are or maybe you hang up the phone and you just have this gut feeling in your stomach like, wow, I'm just not okay with what was just said or, you know, that doesn't make sense to me or I I didn't get the answer that I maybe was looking for, the explanation that I was looking for. These are the situations that I'm talking about. 
And I want you to know that you can advocate for your child's health. You can second guess someone that you may look to as the expert. You can question these people and I want you to. As the, someone on the other side of things that is, you know, the person, the, the pediatric provider that is offering advice and diagnoses and recommendations, I want parents to advocate for their child and question me if they need to. Because here's the thing. Number one, these providers are human. So we are just like everyone else. We have the education and we have the training to obviously take care of your child. But mistakes happen, things get missed, and we don't always have all of the answers. And the thing is to no one knows your child as well as you know your child. This is a lesson that I learned pretty much day one when it came to working in pediatrics and my time in the pediatric ICU is that you have got to listen to the parents. We may see a child and think, oh, they're fine. They look great or this seems normal to me. But you as the parent might be sitting back thinking, this isn't like them at all. They normally do you know, X, Y, and Z, and they're doing this. And we don't see those things. And, you know, I, I swear it is such a common thing that I see in the clinic that parents come in and their child is acting great. So they come in for a sick visit and their child is bouncing off the walls. They're smiling, they're playing, and the parent is sitting back like, wow, you're making me look like such a liar right now. Is this you? Have you ever been here? Because this happens a lot where parents are like, I swear they were not acting like this, you know, this morning before we came in. Or I swear when I made the appointment, this is not how they looked. And I always tell parents, I believe you. Like, don't worry about it because kids change so quickly. And this is part of what makes kids so unique. And this is what makes pediatrics. They're not just a little tiny human or just a small version of an adult. They're not because A, they compensate really well when they're sick and B, they change really quickly. And you know, that we just never know what we're going to get. If this is you, and then I want you to kind of think about those situations. And it's hard to be in my shoes and say, wow, they look really good, but yet parents want me to do this big full workup or, you know, they think that something's going on. So this is, this is where some of that disconnect comes in. So how can you advocate for your child? The number one thing is, like I said, you know your child best. So if you have this gut feeling that something is not right, then definitely don't stop until you get an answer or get an explanation that makes sense to you. So, you know, if the doctor has a great explanation to what's going on and you are like, yes, I, I hear you, you know, that does make sense to me, then fine. That is. There isn't always, you know, part of our job as pediatric providers is providing reassurance. And this is the, one of the biggest things that I struggled with when I first started because so many things are actually normal. And a lot of my job is to just take take what I know and my experience and my education and tell parents it's okay, this is normal. 
But if you are like, wait, this doesn't actually seem normal, or you get home and you're questioning things, it is always your right to question that. And so trust your gut first. So how do you how do you go about this? So the first thing is ask questions. So sometimes we spout out information at your visit or to parents that maybe we we think is totally understanding or clear and maybe it isn't especially too you've got a sick kid or you've got lots of things going through your mind so you might not have really taken in everything that we said or you only heard bits and pieces or you didn't get to clearly explain everything I think this is a really hard thing too is that I'll sometimes get messages from parents saying you know, I got home and actually I didn't tell you about this or, you know, I don't think I really clearly explained myself and I get it because you have a child that is crying or even if they're playing, you are half distracted and trying to remember everything you wanted to say to someone. And so if if there's things like that, go ahead and ask questions. Say you get home, call back and say, hey, you know, I did just want to mention this. Or if you guys are part of a health system that has a um, messaging feature, go ahead and shoot them a message. It never hurts and you're never, you know, insulting the provider's experience or questioning their education or anything by doing that. Because again, the best advocate for your child is you. A lot of times these children are too little to use their own voice or they're just not able to stick up for themselves and advocate for themselves. So that's your job. So never feel guilty about that in any way. And then so ask asking questions is the biggest thing. As much as it may feel silly to you, this is a good time when you go to these appointments because of all these distractions. Go ahead and write down your thoughts ahead of time. Make a note in your phone or write it down on a piece of paper. Questions or concerns that maybe you have, especially if your child has, you feel like they have been seen multiple times for a situation or a concern and you're just not getting any traction on it. Write down all the concerns that you have or write down the timeline because it is sometimes hard to keep track of all these things, especially if they're seeing lots of different providers that we can sometimes get lost, you know, and some things might get missed. So ask questions, write down your thoughts. And then the next thing I would say is don't be afraid to ask for a second opinion. This is another thing. So say you have gone to a specialist, for instance, and you are thinking, wow, like, I didn't feel like I got that full explanation or, you know, that the diagnosis that they gave, it doesn't make sense to me. Or, you know, I don't feel like they're getting better. First of all, you always have the right to a second opinion and most insurances will pay for that. If not, you know, I think a good thing again, because providers are human, is circle back and make another appointment or ask to, you know, send a MyChart message or just ask to speak to someone. That is totally reasonable. And then too, when it comes to your own doctor, so sometimes I get patients that have had concerns for a long time. They say, you know, my child has, let's use snoring for instance. My child has been snoring and everybody keeps telling me that this is fine, this is normal, but I just don't feel like it is. And I feel like, you know, they're not 
getting the rest they need, they're tired all day, blah, like whatever it may be, you have the right to ask, can we just go ahead and see the specialist? And that's fine. I always tell people, you know, we, as part of our jobs as the primary care provider is to address things and do some of that screening so that we are referring to these specialists appropriately because they are so busy, which is why for so many of them, it takes so long to get in. So that is part of our job is to screen and not to refer every concern that pertains to their specialty. But if you really do feel like things are not, you're not getting the answers that you want, you can always ask to see, say, I I would just really appreciate us being referred if we could and see what they say. This episode is sponsored by Primally Pure. I have never been more loyal to a brand until I came across Primally Pure. Primally Pure is natural skincare that prides itself on the cleanest and fewest ingredients. I have been using their products for the last few years and have never gotten so many compliments on my skin. I actually have never gotten any compliments on my skin until I started using their skincare. It's that good. I've always had acne-prone skin, and when I had my son, I noticed my skin was changing. They have a full line of products for every skin type, and so this made it so convenient to transition to the best product for me in this state of my skin. Each night, I actually look forward to washing my face because their cleansing oil leaves my skin feeling silky smooth. I am so excited to be able to offer my listeners 10% off your first order from Primally Pure. All you have to do is head on over to primallypure.com and use code DAKOTA, D-A-K-O-T-A, at checkout for 10% off everything in your cart. You can also find a link in our show notes that will take you directly to their website. I can't wait for you to try these products. I am so confident you'll love them as much as I do. Another nice thing when it comes to advocating for your child is that there is almost all of their health information actually is accessible to parents from their online version of their medical records. So Like I said, most health systems, there are some that are still not able to do this, but I would say the majority of health systems are using a form of um, their their charting and their medical record that is accessible via phone, um, via an app to parents. And so the nice thing, it has obviously that messaging feature, but another nice aspect is that You can see those appointments that your child's been to. You can look at their growth charts. You can look at their labs that was completed. You can look at their um, imaging, any imaging that was completed. So I really recommend parents to look at those records and just kind of peek through them after their visit because, the again, if you don't understand something or if you have a question regarding something this is a really easy way and you know it's the same thing that the provider is looking at as well so for instance lab work you can go through say your child is we do screening labs for cholesterol at around 10 years old so you can go on and look at their cholesterol panel maybe you go on and see wow they're actually ldl levels were high But we didn't really talk about that. Is there anything that we need to be doing? Obviously, your doctor is going to provide recommendations and 
they're going to look over those lab results and you're going to get a phone call or you're going to get a message regarding them. But sometimes those things get forgotten about or, you know, missed or whatever. So that way you can log on and see that and maybe send your doctor a note saying, hey, I just wanted to double check. Was this something that needed to be readdressed? Did we need a follow-up visit? Did we need a redraw of these labs? Whatever the situation may be. So that is another way you can advocate for them in terms of the lab works and follow-up. Also, their imaging records are available on there. So you can see, say they had an incidental finding, which just means that, you know, when they went to and got an x-ray of something, maybe they saw something on there that we weren't necessarily looking for. You can then ask about it. And I am in no way saying that you need to be monitoring your provider's every move. Obviously, if you don't trust the person that is taking care of your child, you should be finding someone different or, you know, seeking out additional information. But in general, just remembering that, obviously, anyone that is working in the health session, they are too human. So, you know, I think that it's good for even us as adults to watch and be our advocate for ourselves so that we we know exactly what's going on. You know, we're aware of any results or um, information about our own health. And the same thing goes for our child's health. So just do have the ability to, you know, be your child's best advocate. And you are. I just want to essentially give you that permission to question things, to ask for more information. And if something ultimately is just not sitting right with you to continue to pursue this problem or this question until you get the answers that you want. And maybe you will feel like you're getting some you know, pushback, maybe you're going to feel like, oh, they hate me. (laughs) But who in the world cares? Because ultimately, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what other people are thinking. It doesn't matter that they're annoyed with your questioning. I get this all the time where parents send me messages or call and they're like, I think I'm so annoying or you must, you know, be like, what is her deal or his deal? Absolutely not. I I don't think that. I mean, maybe sometimes I'm like, man, (laughs) but no, I, I definitely would never hold it against someone or, you know, ultimately judge them for wanting what's best for their child because nobody else is going to do that. No one else is looking for your best interest as much as you are. And, you know, there obviously is, there's never any malicious or, bad intent by anyone in the healthcare and you know obviously there are very outliers out there but in general I mean most people that are are want to do what's best but there are you know there is this whole world of you know other patients and other things going on and so it is important for you to to do that and Like I said, there's no better person than you to do this. So I hope that you guys found this beneficial. I know that it's a topic that you might be kind of like, I didn't really think about that, but it is something that I think that we all need permission for. And sometimes I think our first instinct is to reach out to others and, you know, go to groups and go to other people and 
be frustrated, express frustration and anger and questioning things and start to seek information out by other people when we're not getting the answers that we want. But that is not helping men in any way. And, you know, as much as we want to vent to other people, I hate the feeling as a provider to know that someone is out there not happy about the care that they're receiving. And so I myself would much prefer a parent if they aren't content or they're not satisfied with the care that they're getting or have questions that are left unanswered. I would much rather them come back to me with those questions than going, you know, out to other people and expressing that frustration. So I think that this is, you know, something to keep in mind is that, yes, of course, we're going to have bad situations that come up in healthcare and times where we're going to feel like what happened maybe wasn't up to our expectations. And so just knowing that we always have the ability to schedule a follow-up appointment, ask questions, ask for a second opinion, inquire more, provide our own information. I I know we just did the episode on resources where we can find helpful information and I'm never against a parent coming back and saying, well, could it be this or what do you think about that? And that way it gives me the time and the chance to provide some education or explanation on that topic. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Perfectly Unprepared podcast. I hope you walk away feeling educated and empowered. If you enjoyed this episode or learned something new, I would greatly appreciate you leaving a rating and a review. This, along with sharing the podcast with others, is the best way to spread the word. As a thank you to my listeners, I have compiled a list of my favorite products just in time for the holidays. I know that the majority of our favorite things were recommended to me by a friend, so I thought I'd help you find something new that you just can't live without. You can bet my Primally Pure products made this list. Follow the link in the description to sign up for this and to check out the show notes for today's show. Until next time, remember, you've got this.